Well, amen. Amen. We come to our conclusion of our sermon series that is titled uh, First, Putting God First in Living and Giving. But before I continue on, I just want to say thank you so much for your prayers and support. On October 18th, I prayed and actually I preached on a message of working for God first. In the midst of that, I opened up to you that I felt in a, in a moment that uh, uh, the church became my mistress, and I spent more time in church than I did with my family. So uh, this past week, I was able to go to the mountains, and I had no reception up there, and uh, it just opportunity to meet, uh, pray with, uh, with God and get refreshed, and Ani and my son were able to go up at least two days and spend time with them and trying to recenter myself and making sure that I'm at the best capacity that I'm able to lead this church uh, where God is leading, wanting us to lead to as we gather together, uh, being united by the precious Holy Spirit to go and do what it is that we have to do for the Lord, even when the things are tough. And I know things are tough, you know, in some homes, And uh, uh, how can our church come together and uh, be that light uh, in the world? And so one of the things I want to share with you again, I want to say thank you and a big shout out to our staff that allowed me an opportunity and not have to worry about the church because the staff came together, the volunteers came together, the people that prayed together. And I want to say thank you. We have a wonderful church that allows this to happen, and I just want to be able to say thank you. And so part of that, I'm here refreshed, re-energized, and I'm here to bring a message on to you that I believe that God, throughout this spiritual retreat, was able to give me and uh, that you'll be blessed by it. Uh, last week, I want to share with you that Pastor Gill uh, brought a message uh, in, based on the Second Corinthians uh, chapter 9, and I want to go back to that scripture reference because in verse 7, it leads and sets the tone for the message here today when we're talking about heart giving. We're talking about putting God first, not only in our living, but in our giving. So I'm going to ask for your full attention throughout this, uh, this sermon here today because, yes, I'm going to be speaking about giving. And for those who of you are watching online, don't change the channel. Stick with me because I really believe that God it has a message for all of us here today. I'm going to ask you to please open up your Bible to 2 Corinthians chapter 9, beginning on verse 6. I'll be reading through 13, again, as a reminder of what took place last week. Again, but that verse 7 is so vital to the message here today. I'm reading from the NLT version. So it says this. Remember this, a farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop, but the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. You must each decide in your heart how much to give, and don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure. For God loves a person who gives cheerfully. And God will, give, will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. As the scriptures say, they share freely and give generously to the poor. Their good deeds will be remembered forever. For God is the one who provides the seed for the farmer and then bread to eat. In the same way, He will provide and increase your resources and then produce a great harvest of generosity in you. Yes, you will be enriched in every way so that you can always be generous. And when we take your gifts to those who need them, they will thank God. 
So, so two good things will result from this ministry of giving. The needs of the believers in Jerusalem will be met, and they will joyfully express their thanks to God. As a result of your ministry, they will give glory to God for your generosity to them, and to all believers will prove that you are obedient to the good news of Christ. Amen. Amen. I want to repeat to you that verse 7. Verse 7 says, For each, for uh, you must each decide in your heart how much to give. And don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure, for God loves a person who gives cheerfully. Each of us must decide what's in our heart, our heart giving of what to give, not reluctantly or in the midst of pressure, but to do so cheerfully, for God loves a cheerful giver. Now, I know that throughout, um, uh, you probably heard of pastors who are saying uh, they they scream away from uh, preaching about uh, finances and things. Not me. Not me, because the reason being is if I don't do that, ladies and gentlemen, how will our bills be paid? How will our staff be taken care of? We must make sure that as we continue to provide you with spiritual nourishment, part of that spiritual nourishment is not only praying for healing for your life, it's not only praying when trials and tribulations come your way, but that you can grow spiritually also in your heart of giving and giving back unto the Lord our, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, one of the things I want to share with you also is I want to get back into that, that graphic. Can you put that graphic back up? That's the one about our giving and where we are. So far, we've received 75 total pledges of $351,778. That's 75 pledges, and you saw more people coming in and bringing their cards, and I'm going to encourage you to continue and to do so. We're not just going to end here and receiving those cards, but the importance of it is because if we know what your giving is, what your faithful commitment is, and saying, God, this is my faithful commitment. And we know that in our, in our lives, things change. We lose jobs. We can increase in our giving but because we get promoted. There are changes in our lives, but our faith comes saying, God, here, this is the amount I'm going to pledge to you through my tithes and our offerings, and this is my faith commitment, God, that you're going to provide. And because you provide, I'm going to give back a portion that belongs to you. That way, when the church goes and they're able to receive and be full of that storehouse, House, when there are people who are in need, the church can say, here you are, be fed. How can we pray for you and not be in a moment in a, in a stance to say, we don't, we don't have here in our church. Amen. When we go into our community and the community reaches out to us asking for assistance, for help, when we are able, and God has been good to this church, God has been good unto all of us, that we're able to give back to, be, to say, here, may, may God bless you. Not only are we saying, here, just go ahead and God bless you, we are providing with an action because of your generosity. I want to go into this. Uh, did you have that screen? Can you, can you put that screen back up a moment? I'm sorry. I want to share with you something, ladies and gentlemen. I don't want to confuse you as our church. If you're here for the very first time, just hear me out, okay? Uh, and, and I pray that you're not just taking this, oh, here, I knew the church is going to be talking about money or things. No, no, I, I, we're talking about more about our hearts. But I want to point into this here a moment. 75 pledges that have come in at 351. As you see in the thermometer, looking at $1.3 million for uh, 2021. 
But here's the part. You can take that down a moment. Here's the important part. When we're looking at this, we're looking at what we're able to do from the pledges that came in in 2019. But throughout my spiritual retreat, I was able to pray to God, okay, God, I'm so excited because I don't know what's been coming in throughout this week. I didn't have, you know, that, that cell reception. And so what you saw here today throughout that graphic is what I'm seeing here for the first time of what was collected at least until Thursday, which allowed for our tech arts team to put up that information. But here's the part. When we're looking at 1.3 million, people are saying that's too much, and some people are saying that's too little. I don't want to confuse you here, so I'm asking you to follow along. The 1.3 million is from those who pledge, who turn in the car from 2019. We're asking for an increase there. If God has blessed you throughout this year, how you're able to give back, say, God, you've given me an abundance of blessings. Here, I want to be able to give back a portion of that giving, that blessing that you've given me and my family. So God, as we give our faithful giving, let it continue to bless other people. Let them not, not glorify us as individuals, but that way that they can thank you in all that we do. Like the scripture is saying here, it's not to take the credit, but also to make sure that God is given the credit. But here's the part, when I was praying and things, you know, and, and God's are saying, that 1.3, Ricky, you got to be able to teach the people how to give. Where's the heart? To have a heart check. Where's the heart? Because here, I want to want to go into the screen here, Mona, uh, the screen behind me. I want to see if this baby works right here. Does that work? <laughs> oh, not yet, not yet. Okay. Give, give it a little time. Look, there it is. All right, good, good. <laughs> so it, it says there, hi. All right, so it's working. It's working. So here's what uh, God was able to provide for me in my, in my heart. And uh, pray you take it. It says, the last uh, charge conference we had on October 19th, full members at New Hanover United Methodist Church was 1,230. Now, I want to give you a scenario. This is a scenario. It's not, you know, don't base on the uh, uh, accurate information. This is just a scenario. Let's say that the average giver of our full members is $35,000 a year. Now, I know that there are people who uh, make more and there are people who make less. So, I don't know. I just brought up that number of 35000 If we tithe, we know that the tithing to the Lord is 10% of our giving. It is the first fruits that we give unto the Lord from any blessing he has poured upon our lives. So the tithe of that full member of $35,000 a year of average is $3,500 a year. Now let me a moment, let's do the math. And for those of you who are mathematicians, um, please correct me if I get any of these numbers wrong, okay? So let's do the math. You got 300. Let me see if this baby works. Oh man, it, this thing's not working. Okay, so three. <laughs> I know technology sometimes works, sometimes it doesn't. It did allow me to say hi, but it's all right. So let's do the math. So $3,500 per 1,230 members. Ladies and gentlemen, if you do the calculations, that comes out to $4,305,000. $4,305,000 if we are able to give of an average of $3,500 of those 1,230 members. Three million, excuse me, four million, three hundred and five thousand. Do you know what we could do with four point three million dollars in 2021? No, no, I'm not talking about what you can do with the money. 
I'm talking about the church can do here. Let me, let me bring this up for a moment. Is it still showing up there? Amen. Okay, good, good. It would be enough, think about this, ladies and gentlemen, if we tithe, it would be enough to pay all of our current mortgages. Paid off. It would be enough to pay all of our utilities. It would be enough to pay all of our staff and pay all of our programs and ministries and upkeep of our facilities. It would pay for all the mission trips and save for future building fund. It would be enough. And we would accomplish all of the above. And guess what? Just like the scripture is saying, it will still have enough to do things for our church, our community, and parts of the world as we take the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Oh, amen, amen. I don't know about you, but that excites me as I'm spending time in that spiritual retreat. Okay, God, sometimes you know, people don't like when uh, churches talk about money, saying, oh, no, here we go again. The only thing they're asking for is money. No, as I mentioned already, check your heart. Check your heart and making sure that we're prioritizing our giving, making sure that God receives the very best that we get. And therefore, if you are only, so quote-unquote, only getting this much and only getting that, how we can combine together and ray, you know, be able to pledge and put unto God, God, here is our commitment to you. Well, all this would be a reality if we tithe. Now, I want to share with you also, you could actually take the, the screen off, it worked when it, when it could, but it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> I want to share with you something here, ladies and gentlemen. Why do I say that that's important? Why do I say that the heart check is so important in our heart giving? 